Is a stir fry something on high rotation in your household? Well, because I'm a half Aussie, half Malaysian, it certainly is in my household. But I do like to make my stir fry sauces from scratch. But I get it, we're all a little time poor these days. So we've hunted through the supermarket to find you the best stir fry sauces. Hi, I'm Leanne Ward. Hi, I'm Susie Burrell. And as two of Australia's leading dietitians, we bring you the Nutrition Couch Product Review, a weekly chat on new products and old favorites that you can find right here in our Aussie supermarkets. So Susie, I actually don't know if you're a massive stir-fry lover or not. Oh, so much to learn about each other, Leanne. My stir-fry habits. Now, I like stir-fry, but when I was growing up in the 90s, Hokin noodles were all the go and literally every week we would have a Hokin noodle stir-fry. So I literally am a little bit traumatised. So it's not something that I routinely cook at home myself. It's not that I don't like it. It's more that I don't sort of go to using a lot of sauces with things. But if I'm doing any kind of fish or sort of chicken, I will always sort of put a little bit of soy through the veggies, but that's it. The only sauce I've got in my fridge is soy sauce. I don't use a huge number of them. Or if I was making a sanchoy bao, I'd use a hoisin as well. And I think I mentioned this before. I Because I don't really go and use a huge amount of sauces, I often will not go down the aisle. And, and recently I did a trolley on sauces and I almost had a heart attack with how many there are. Like mm. there's literally a whole aisle of sauces, so someone's eating them. So I think that even though it's not really my sort of thing, even though I don't mind the flavour, it's just not something I'm buying a lot of, I think that a lot of our listeners will find this really fascinating because, as I said, when I saw how many sauces there were in the aisles, obviously someone's buying them. So this is really useful and even just having a scan, I'm learning a lot from this. So I think a lot of our listeners will really enjoy this session. Mm, I agree. And so a stir fry is something that's an easy way to get in extra veggies as well. And just rotate through the different protein sauces that you can do chicken one week, you can do tofu, you can do a salmon stir fry. I just think it's a really versatile dinner meal that should be on high rotation in most households because it is a really nice balanced way to get in a good mix of some lean protein, a good serve of carbohydrate. You could do rice, you could do noodle, you could do quinoa. You can rotate up your carbohydrate portion and then, of course, you can change up your sources as well. So the first one we've gone with and shout out to um, one of our girls, Amy, who's been helping us pull together some products as well. She's uh, done an amazing job this week finding us some stir fry sauces. And the first one we've got is the Lee Kum Ki sauce. It's a stir fry hoisin version that we've chosen. So this is a traditional, what I would call a very traditional Asian brand. So you'd find it in sort of the Asian section of the supermarket. And this is something that I would think, you know what, this is a great choice because I'm getting that sort of authentic stir fry taste. So we're going to compare these sauces via 100 grams today. So we're comparing sort of very similar to very similar, but let's start with the ingredient list today, Susie. So this one is at Coles and Woolworths. It retails for $3.80 for 260 grams. So it's not an overly large bottle. And when you look at the ingredient list, Sugar is the first ingredient, which we do not want in any product, <laughs> uh, followed by water, followed by fermented soybean paste, which is made up of water, salt, soybeans, and wheat flour. Then we've got salt. Then we've got sweet potato powder. We've got some colors, 150A and 129. So they've changed up the color of that to obviously make it a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. We've got some modified cornstarch, which I would think would be a thickener, some sesame paste, some dehydrated garlic, spices, salted chili peppers, and lastly, some acidity regulators. So of course, a couple of big hitter allergens in there, sesame, soy, soybeans, and wheat. Um, and it is a product of China. So it's not something that is Australian made. Um, now a serving size of 
of this is 20 grams, so it's roughly kind of a tablespoon. I would say that most people would use far, far, far more than that when they're actually making a stir fry. But let's go through the nutrition per 100 grams. So we've got 1,000 kilojoules. So it's not something that's light or low calorie by any means. It's about 250 calories, 1.6 grams of protein, which we would expect. We're not really looking for protein in something like a stir fry sauce. Two grams of fat with less than one gram of that being saturated. So that's good fat mix. Now, this is a kicker, Susie. We've got 52.3 grams of carbohydrate with 49.7 grams of that being sugar. That is a massive whack of sugar. And I appreciate that the serving size is 20 grams and we're reading the 100 gram panel and per serving size is 9.9 grams. So nearly 10 grams of sugar. But I would say that most people would have a hard time sticking if you're making a stir fry to just 20 grams. Uh, 4.7 grams of dietary fiber in there, which is good. And I think a lot of that comes from the fermented soybean paste and a little bit of that sweet potato powder. And the sodium is a good whack, 2,560 milligrams. And if you looked at the per serving size, 510 milligrams. So that sodium per 100 grams is more than um, your entire daily limit should be. <laughs> oh, Leanne, I'm horrified. I'm absolutely horrified. I don't think I've ever seen so much sugar in a product. When you just sent it to me, I was like, what do you mean it's 50% sugar? And, you know, you look at the ingredient list. If the first ingredient is sugar on a sauce, it's not looking good. It's it's horrific. The only thing that would make it worse is if it had MSG. That would really upset me. But, you know, just <laughs> awesome as a oil. context, so a tablespoon, which is hardly anything. Like if you're making a, a pretty coated stir fry, you'll probably use close to 100 ml for four people at least, I would say at least. So 20 a tablespoon is nothing. So it's almost got two teaspoons of sugar per tablespoon like it's just loaded like I'm absolutely horrified most people would use a quarter of a cup at a minimum of sauce in a stir fry oh shocking and you know this the Asian sauces are salty in general so you do have to be a little bit careful particularly if you've got high blood pressure or sensitive to salt um we do expect that that's why after you've had a big Chinese meal sometimes the next day you'll be heavier or, or carry some fluid because the salt in the food that's across all of the ingredients and sources will retain extra fluid in your body or while you wake up at 2am really thirsty perhaps when you've had mm. a, a big Asian meal or even pizza and foods that are also really high in salt. But yeah, I just am horrified with the volume of sugar. So that's a very simple take-home message. If you see the first ingredient is sugar on a sauce, I'd run a mile. There's nothing good I can say. I'd give it like one. I can't even give it a score. It just is not <laughs> it even. I can't rate it. Sorry. Right, well, we'll let it's Susie process this one. <laughs> so stay away from this one, this is at home. But I'm even quite horrified <laughs> at the sodium. Like, yes, we would expect an Asian sauce to be high in salt. I agree with that. But this is this is higher than I would absolutely be ever recommending for my clients, regardless if they had issues with their cardiac health or blood pressure. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be touching this with a 10-foot pole. So next one. It's a pretty good one. Bit more positive. Yeah, a little bit Maybe more positive. More positive While Susie processes the Lee Kong Q <laughs> sauce. <laughs> this one is the Celebrate Health, which traditionally I think is, is quite a nice brand. Um, it can be a little bit more expensive, but compared to the Lee Kong Q sauce, which is $3.80 at Woolworths, this one's $3.50 at Coles. So not, you know, it's not breaking the bank. Uh, so Celebrate Health brand, it's the Peanut Free Satay Stir Fry. So I think this is an interesting one with little Mia and her little peanut and sesame allergies. So this one uh, I could, you know, potentially buy for her, which would be nice. So you've got a pack of 175 grams for the little pack for the packet and a serving size is 44 grams. So that's probably a little bit more realistic compared to the Lee Kum Kee, which is only 20 grams. But we'll compare via 100 grams. We'll go through the ingredient list first. So we start with water, which is a nice size. 
wine, followed by onion and coconut milk. Then we've got some apple juice concentrate. So that's probably adding, you know, that's like, a, a, I would say, quote unquote, a cleaner version of sugar. So it's still adding sugar in there, but you're getting it from a quote unquote natural source. You've got some sunflower kernel, some cornstarch as a thickener, some gluten-free soy sauce, uh, which does contain soy, uh, spices, tamarind concentrate. So that's, again, it's making this product gluten-free. So tamarind, not soy sauce. Uh, you've got some pink Himalayan salt, some dehydrated garlic, some food acid, some vegetable gum as a little bit of a thickener and some natural flavors as well. So overall, probably I would say a better ingredient list in this one. And when we go through the nutritionals per 100 grams, we've got 288 ki- uh, kilojoules per, per 100 grams. So that's what compared to the Lee Cum Key was 1,000 kilojoules per 100 grams. This one's 288, so it's significantly less from an energy density perspective. 1.4 grams of protein, 2.8 grams of fat with 1.1 of that being saturated fat, and that's coming from the coconut milk, which is adding in a little bit more fat and a little bit more saturated fat. But per 100 grams, it's still a very low amount. Now we've got nine grams of total carbohydrate with 4.7 grams of that being sugar. So the Lee Kumki hoisin sauce was 49.7 grams of sugar per 100 grams. This Celebrate Health peanut-free satay sauce is 4.7 sugars per 100 grams, um, which is far, far more acceptable. And the sodium is 423 milligrams compared to 2,500 in the Lee Kumki one. So a lot lower in sodium and a lot lower in sugar. So this would absolutely... Um, be the preference of the two, but I actually think it's a pretty well-rounded product that I like the fact that they've taken people's allergens into consideration because let's be honest, peanut allergies are one of the top allergies, particularly for children in Australia. So this is a nice meal that you can make. It's not too spicy. Hopefully the kids and, and adults can enjoy it as well. It's, you know, mum or dad's making one meal for the family, not three or four separate meals. So I don't mind this product, Susie. I actually, I actually quite like it. It's actually one of the best satay pre-mixed stir-fry sauces I've ever seen. You know, if I'm making a satay at home, I'll probably use 100% peanut butter and go from there. But for busy people on the run who are looking also specifically for low-carb, low-sugar, it's relatively low in sodium. I think it's a really nice product. This is a great company. They used to do an amazing no-added-salt stock. I don't know if you can still get that. I really like it. I usually see it in the health food section of Coles. I don't know if I've seen it in the health food of Woolies, but I agree 100%. It's, um, I would assume it's also gluten-free. Did you say that already? Yeah, it is gluten-free. It is gluten-free and it's vegan-friendly as well. Yeah, so I think it really ticks a few boxes for yeah. people who you know have a few of those sort of nutritional um, needs as well. Yeah, because a lot of those sources do have gluten and so this is one of the gluten-free varieties. And as I said, they've got several in the range which are gluten-free, so a big thumbs up from me. I'd give it like... I don't know, a nine, nine out of ten. I can't really fold it. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good, yeah. Um, I'd definitely buy it and, and recommend if people wanted a quick and easy way to satay up some veggies, fantastic sauce. Yeah, and people would pick it apart saying, oh, it's got apple juice concentrate, 4.7 grams of sugar. But, I mean, we're using a sauce, guys. We want it to taste good. We're not concerned if it's got a couple of grams of saturated fat from the coconut milk or it uses a little bit of added sugar with the coconut juice concentrate. You want it to taste good and you want your whole family to enjoy it and, and you know, you want them to say, mom or dad, that was a delicious meal meal, not, oh, yuck, don't serve that again. So I think we just need to take um, some of these reviews with a grain of salt. But I think this is a really well-balanced product overall. So a big tick from us here at the Nutrition Couch. And the last one, Susie, I think is a really interesting one. So it's the Cantong black bean stir-fry cooking sauce. So I personally 
would look at this brand and think Canton, oh, no way can that be good. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners, for whatever reason, will probably think the same. I don't know. I just sort of, it's never been marketed as like a health kind of conscious brand. So I think I just get a negative perception straight up. But I actually think this is a really interesting product, Susie. So it's $3.50. So they're all around that sort of mid $3 range, um, the three sources that we've chosen today. So Coles and Woolworths. Um, it is in a jar that is... It's big. I can't even read how big that is. It's way too small. Anyway, so it's 127 grams per serving and there's four servings per pack. So it's probably, what, 500 something grams for the jar, if my math serves me right. So let's again compare via 100 grams. We'll start with the ingredient list. So the first ingredient is water, followed by tomatoes from paste. Then we've got onion, followed by sugar, followed by soy sauce. So unfortunately not gluten-free because of that soy sauce um, and the wheat that is contained within soy sauce. It's got fermented black beans at 6% and in that is soybeans, water and salt. Then it's got some thickener, which is cornstarch. It's got vegetable oil, garlic, ginger puree, food acid, yeast extract and some pepper to round us out. So allergen-wise, it's got soy and wheat in there. Looking at the nutritional information panel per 100 grams, we've got 354 kilojoules, so less than 100 calories, 2.6 grams of protein, 2.1 grams of fat with only 0.1 of that being saturated, 13.3 grams of carbohydrate with 8.4 of that being sugar, and 756 milligrams of sodium. So significantly better than the Lee Cum Key brand, maybe not quite as good as the Celebrate Health brand, but also when you think about this, the serving size of this one is 127 grams. That's a massive serving size. So I know that we said that 20 grams is nothing, but I also wouldn't be encouraging people to put 127 grams of, you know, a quarter of the bottle into their stir fry either. We don't want to drown it. We just want to use a little bit for a little bit of the taste and the, you know, just to sort of lightly coat it, not have a drowned stir fry when we're doing it. So I quite like this, Susie. I think the ingredient list is pretty good, like water, tomatoes, onion. Yes, it has some added sugar in there. Yes, there's a sodium from the soy sauce. But again, we want to be creating meals that our family likes. Will it be better to make it from scratch yourself? Absolutely. If you're time poor, this one is probably one of the better ones on the market. And I've tried it before because it is a traditional sort of, you know, Asian brand, um, Canton, and I actually think it tastes pretty good. So from a taste perspective and a nutrition perspective, it's not too bad. I wouldn't give it a 9, 9.5 out of 10 like the Celebrate Health brand, but I'd sort of give it a maybe 7, 7.5. I, don't, I can't find too many faults with this for what it is. You know, I would expect some sodium in there. I would expect a little bit of added sugar in there. I'm okay with that. If you expect to buy a stir fry sauce, I think that you have to have that expectation that it's not going to be 100% clean. I agree. I think that when you compare it to what's out there, which are just so high in sugar, as we've seen, this is certainly a much better option compared to that. You know, I, I agree with you. I think that's a massive serving size. So it looks like you're getting sort of over, you know, two teaspoons of sugar per serve. But there's no way I would use 125, 27 grams of sauce per person. Like I would use like less of that for the entire stir. Like it's really like that's per serve. So if you're making that for four people, the sugars come down to three grams only. So it's actually okay in context. Yeah. They're basically encouraging you to use a whole bottle for four people, which is, it's it's too much. So I think a half a bottle would be more than enough for four servings. More than yeah. enough, if not a third. And that's a message actually for everyone listening, Leanne. I can't tell you how many times I have to say to my clients, what's with all the sauces? Like they go heavy on the mayo and the chili and adding a lot of extra calories in. And that's a good take-home message here. You know, cut back on sauces whenever you can, whether it's tomato, mayo, oil, to a certain extent, 
And this, absolutely, I could make this last, I reckon, three or four meals for four people. So then the sugar's only about three grams, the sodium's 300, Much which better. is what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. So I think the key thing is keeping it well sealed so it doesn't, it keeps well over a long period of time. Um, you could absolutely freeze these sauces mm-hmm. as well so you don't end up throwing half of it out. And that's the same for tomato passata, so you don't throw them out. But, yeah, I actually think it, I'd give it about a seven, you know, um, and even higher if you could make it drag it out for many more serves. Um, you know, the cost point, but, you know, you can see compared to what's out there, certainly a quick scan and avoiding any kind of added sauce that is got sugar as the first ingredient is a good reference. And to drag these sauces out and make them last a whole lot longer, it means it's going to be a part of a nutritious meal. And if it makes, if it means you can have a stir fry made at home with loads of veggies and lean proteins and prawns or tofu or chicken breast, rather than buy a takeaway, which will have two, three times the amounts of added sugars and salts than something you'd make at home, that's a win for nutrition overall. Absolutely. And I'm a massive fan of meal prep. So I would use a bottle of that over sort of eight to 10 serves. I'd make extra on purpose and I'd freeze it. So rather than just freezing the sauce by itself, I'd put the noodles in there. I'd put my chicken, I'd put my veggies or my tofu, whatever protein I'm using, box it up like a complete meal. And then, (laughs) and then I would freeze all of those portions. So I'm just, I'm busy. I'm finished client calls at eight or nine o'clock at night. I'm just grabbing it out of the freezer. I'm reheating it and it's good to go. I then don't have to stumble off a massive work day and it's, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night and think, oh no, I have to cook dinner. I've just got something that I can grab and go. So I'm a huge fan of meal prep. So you could either just freeze the sauce individually, or you could just make extra while you're doing it, which actually doesn't take that much more time and then freeze a whole portion of it. Agree. hundred percent. Wonderful. Well, I think that that was a very enlightening little stroll down the uh, stir fry sauce aisle, Susie. I think that gave us a lot of products to definitely avoid and other ones to go more towards. So that brings us to the end of the product review for another week. We love your suggestions in terms of products that we should review. So please keep them coming. You can send us a DM on the Instagram page, which we're at the Nutrition Couch podcast. Um, and don't forget that our recording of our live events around hormones, gut health, fat loss, and also the psychology of eating are available on our website, which is the Nutrition couch.com you can find them under the event recording page um thank you so much for listening enjoy your stir fries